Hello gamers. You got Hello gamers. Man, bros and brothers, you're tuning to the DLB Network podcast. Yeah, boy, it's time to get the show started. This is the DLB Network gaming podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am one of your hosts. I am DLB in Sacramento, California. Along with me this week is your favorite favorite hood nerd. Yup. He's out there in Oakland, California. Yay. Welcome to the DLB Network Podcast, episode 30, or excuse me, episode 309 for October the 16th, 2016. That's the 30th. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the 6th of October. <laughs> um, if you guys want to check us out on social media, make sure you guys head into the podcast notes and get all of our social media tags. Our Twitters are at DLB23. His is at HoodNerdCEO. Uh, you guys also add us on PSN. I'm DLB. He's HoodNerd. And also our gamer tags. I'm DJ DLB, and he is HoodNerd. Replace the uh, E with a 3. Um, and then Twitter and Instagram and all that. You guys can check that in the show notes. Uh, so this week, we're actually going to start the podcast off where we ended last week's podcast, and that's with uh, PlayStation VR. Um, the embargo has lifted. Uh, people are giving uh, reviews of the headset. Um, have you had a chance to check any of them out? The reviews? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I watched a few. I watched uh, The Verges. I've watched uh, Kind of Funnies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to watch Engadgets, but I didn't get a chance to watch that yet. Yeah, well, I watched uh, all the ones you mentioned. I watched GameSpots. Pretty much anybody who had one, I watched it. Uh, GameSpots, Kind of Funnies, Engadgets, IGNs, um, on and on. and uh, Eurogamer. Um, so, yeah, I've checked out pretty much everybody's uh, review of the headset. And it seems like the everybody has kind of the same general consensus with uh, the display um, and uh, the move controllers, uh, the amount of cords that there are to hook this thing up uh, to the breaker uh, box, then from the box to the console, and from the box also to the TV. So I've heard uh, that. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the... Uh, all the negatives. Uh, I've heard people talk about um, how they have to figure out a way to fix the fact that uh, with games, when you're using your DualShock controller, while you may be able to turn your head in full 360 degrees, a lot of times you'll want to move the controller with you or you'll want to shift your body, but that takes the DualShock controller out of the sight of the uh, camera. So that causes some issues. And then the same thing with the uh, with the move uh, sticks when those spears get out of view from the camera because you're trying to turn around or something like that, you know, it kind of uh, uh, mess with the game as well and with the sensor. Um, but for the most part, uh, everybody's had the same general consensus, you know, for it to it's it's um, in, in so many words you hear people saying, you know, you get what you pay for. It's one of the cheaper headsets on the market. It's a good headset. The screen is good. Um, the display is light, um, and the way it distributes weight is really good. Being able to fit it and customize it for your head, um, is good as well. Uh, there's some good games that are going to launch with it. So, uh, you're, you're pretty much hearing good praises for the headset. 
which, you know, isn't shocking, which, you know, uh, with a bunch of little things here and there. Um, I just, uh, like I've been saying for the longest, I just can't wait until, you know, it's kind of out for a while to see how support is, see how people are feeling after month two, month three, after they've kind of gotten used to having VR in their life. Like, it's like, how often do you find yourself kind of going back to it and playing it and using it? Um, another thing that I've been hearing is that the uh, cinema mode isn't what a lot of people are expecting. Um, because of the, the display that's in the VR headset, it's not... Uh, trying to remember how the guy in uh in inject in in uh, in gadget said it uh it's it's pretty much not the ideal way that you're going to want to consume content or play games it's like a nice additional feature but it's not something that you're you're going to find yourself doing just because the display's quality isn't as great as your television um and that seems like that was another kind of general consensus that i got among a lot of the reviews that were going on um but nonetheless uh it's an entry level into vr and uh, a lot of people's uh, top games right now tend to be Thumper and uh, Batman. Uh, those tend to be the two games that I continue to hear uh, people are enjoying the most uh, with their VR experience. Um, uh, Hood, have you heard it, uh, anything personally on your end from anybody that you may know? No, no one has it that I know of. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Um you know, higher ups have it, but no one that I'm in touch with has it personally. They'll will either they'll have it when it launches. Okay. Which it launches uh, for those that may not know it launches October 13th, was it which is Thursday of next week. Um and due to certain circumstances for you hood, you said you won't be getting it day one now, correct? Not sure. Okay, so there's still a possibility. Well, yeah, I've been working some twists. I got I got people you know, I got people, uh, you know, I got people, I know people in high places, so gotcha. they can't hold me down too long. You So hopefully you get one before the end of the year. I'm not tripping. I might get one next Thursday. I don't know. I'm not tripping. Like, I'm honestly, the situation that came about um, was kind of fucked up, but I'm not really tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's kind of like one of those a, situations where if you get it, cool. If you don't, you don't care. Well, yeah, after the situation happened, I was all jazzed. I was juiced. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. But now it's kind of like, eh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm chilling. Like, yeah. shit, maybe I could do something else with that foe. So your your main focus is pretty much the uh, PlayStation Pro. Well, that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I got that. That's that's already on um, Amazon or whatever. So I'm not tripping. Either way that goes, that's going to happen. Okay, gotcha. I'm not Makes worried sense. about that. You know, I mean, I'm because I mean, I'm going to end up selling my PlayStation um, Four when I get that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, uh, either I'm going to sell it, you know, the week of or whatever. You know, what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, well, no, I can't because the backup. So yeah, you you back up once you get it. So yeah, it probably will just be. I'll probably put it posted the night of and see if I can get some fillers after it launches or whatever. But yeah, I'll, I'll sell that. I'm not worried about that. That's only going to be, I mean, that's probably going to be less than half the cost. Um, and so uh, with the, uh, some of the concerns or should I say uh, some of the things that have been kind of coming to light now that uh, play uh, the PSVR is, is uh, out in the wild with a few people is uh, the PlayStation VR is 3d audio. It only works with wire stereo headphones. 
so if you have any wireless gaming headphones, uh, it's not going to work with the 3D audio. Uh, people who don't understand or know what 3D audio is, pretty much the audio is uh, is contributing to however you turn your head. So it literally, how your ears are in real life is what 3D audio is. Well, like, just instance, basically if you play with your headphones right now and you turn left or right. The sound doesn't change. The sound stays the same. Whether you turn, if you're playing Call of Duty, you turn your head left, you turn your head right. The sound don't change. It changes based off the way you turn your character. The sound changes. But with uh, 3D audio and with, you know, VR, the way that it works is based off the way you turn your head. The sound will change. Well, not only just the sound, it's basically a, a spherical thing. It's not just in front of you or on your left or your right or behind you. It's also below you or above you. So basically, it puts you in, yeah, like D said, it treat it basically treats your ears like you're in a three dimensional space. So like how you hear things at home or walking down the street that's how 3d audio is supposed to be you know where you hear things above you to the left or behind you to the right or below you you know what i'm saying you can tell your ears can sense that so with 3d audio it's supposed to give you that same feel there's demonstrations of it online you don't actually you don't even need fancy headphones and it'll give you that feel mm-hmm. so if you want to understand what 3d audio is like you don't need any special headphones that's why all these virtual these seven point one virtual surround sound headphones is—they're—they're they're really gimmicks. So it's yeah. crazy because you so, can't can't you can't uh, simulate sound like that. Like you know what I'm saying? You can't without having the speakers. That's why if you go to the movie theaters or if you have a home system, it sounds better than the headphones you have because. There are actually positioned speakers that are bouncing sound around your room into your ears in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Like the headphones like tries to trick you into that, but it's not really 7.1 without actually having seven speakers in a sub plugged to your ear. So food for thought. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, people who thought that they would be able to wirelessly do even with your PlayStation. Uh, gaming headphones, your golds, and all that stuff. Like you, even though they're wireless and they're they're Sony branded, um, unless Sony comes out with an update. For right now, you have to have wired headphones in order for uh, 3D audio to work. And in VR, it is critical uh, to the experience. Not say you don't have to. Uh, uh, I've heard people say that uh, they just use the audio from the television and they don't plug headphones in. So it's not a make or break, but it definitely immerses you more into the experience because it's like, you're really thinking like, damn, this is literally like real life. Cause sound changes when you're outside, you turn your head left or right, you know, sound changes. So, um, yeah, I wanted to put that out there for you guys. Um, also, it's saying that PlayStation VR users uh, will have to unplug the headset to use uh, a PS4 and HDR. Um, so that's gonna be quite interesting. I'm I'm I need to kind of see because everybody that's kind of showed the headset, they show how you plug it up and stuff like that. But I I won't truly understand it until I actually am. I'm sorry. What did you say? I'm sorry. 
I said, I've, I've seen everybody unbox it. They show the plugs. They even show how you connect it. But I'm trying to en- envision, and I won't be able to until I'm in, in a house with one, but I'm trying to envision like how many steps it would be to disconnect the headset, like take the HDMI plug from the from the uh, the the box, and then plug it into your television. Because that's essentially it. Seems like not that much work, but anytime you want to go well, from the headset well, to HDR and having to unplug the headset every time, that could be uh, well quite a well, tedious think, process. Think of it. Uh, think of it like. Uh, excuse me. Think of it like an Xbox One. With the pass through, so it's the, it's a excuse me, it's a similar situation, uh, you know what I'm saying. So however that, uh, however that is, that's you know what I'm saying. That's how it is. I mean, Cause, yeah. So like, because I you know, have, I believe it goes. There's the HDMI from the box, like from the back of the PlayStation into the breaker box, and from the breaker box into the TV. Is how I believe it goes. Yeah, it's just like uh, it's just like the Xbox One. It's the same. Like it's a out HDMI in and HDMI out. So one goes into the Watchercom that goes into the TV, and another one goes. Except this one, you're gonna have the HDMI going to the breaker box. The breaker box has the HDMI coming to the TV, and one going into the Watchercom. So like, yeah, it's like it should be. I think it's like three or four. It's three HDMI cables, right? Yeah, I believe so. So yeah, but anyways, if you're uh, if you are playing on your PlayStation Three and you're wondering why the HDR isn't working, um, that would be why you, you have to remember if, if to you, unplug. If you even have those problems, yeah, <laughs> which, which I'm pretty sure that's an extremely small percentage. Yeah, that's a small percent. It's like so, it, you're you're one percenters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But fruit for thought for those of you who may be planning on uh, buying one. Uh, pretty soon, uh, Sony has uh, came out and uh, on the on the PlayStation blog, they've uh, shown a couple of the launch games, or if not all the launch games that are coming out for this thing. So, if you guys are trying to figure out uh, what games to get at launch, or you don't know what you want to pick up, or what games are actually launching, you can go head over to the PlayStation blog, and they have a post that shows uh, every game that's launching uh, on day one. Uh, and it even and, and shows you, uh, which and which beyond. required of uh, of uh, HD or excuse me of HDR of uh, of PlayStation VR whether it's the Move controller, DualShock controller, both, what have you. So you could check that out and um, get your little uh, list together for what you want to get day one. Again, that's over on the PlayStation blog if you want to check that out. Um, so since you're hopefully going to get one day one have you even have you looked at what games you want to get um yeah i got a um i got a few in mind uh, uh is one of them job simulator yeah definitely that's fun um everybody be quiet everybody uh nobody move or i can't remember golf robot golf um that's i played that it was interesting but i don't know if i want that um Damn, I don't know why I fuck up this game. Every... Obviously, Batman VR. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, cause so my thing, so so some of the games I want with VR, they're gonna be more show off things. So I want like some experiences too. 
I've seen some of the experiences. So like, because it's not even necessarily going to be about me. It's going to be about showing it to other people, spreading it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody comes over, if I take it somewhere, like, oh, you got to check this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I want you to play this. You know what I'm saying? So like, those things are cool. Um, so things like, you know, the PlayStation VR has, the PlayStation Worlds has the, um, you know, um, the deep. Like, I that's like one of the best experiences. Um... But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I want. Oh, let me get this name. Let me get this name of this game real quick for you, because I don't know why I botched this name up. Every. What about uh, Battle Zone? That looks fun though. Yeah, that one looks pretty. That one looks pretty interesting. Uh, now does Drive Club? Do you know if that's just going to be an update? So it's a actual it's a it's a from it's a ground up game i think it's drive club but made from the ground up for vr so that's why they're selling it as a standalone title but i feel i think what they said on the blog was that if you were a season pass holder which i was you get it for a discounted rate digitally um so that's cool um but yeah it's a standalone and i heard it's really good as far as like vr drivers go well, I'm pretty sure it is. I I I, I don't see it being any other way. <laughs> and it's and it's finally running at 60 frames, which everybody was like complaining about. Um, what, a, what about you, Valkyrie? I don't know if I'm gonna buy that. Uh, I definitely liked it when I played it, but I don't know if it was like buy worthy. Harmonics VR. Uh, that's the music game, right? Yeah. Probably not. But you know a lot of that stuff. I'm it, I'm gonna either get the sample or get uh, eventually. So I'm not really tripping. But I don't know what. Yeah, I'm a lot like. of them are gonna be demos as well too. So yeah, so you get the. I think most of them is 18 demos on that disc. Mm-hmm. So you know you're gonna get a slice of like, oh, I like that. I want to play more of that. You know, like I played Wayward Sky. Um, Wayward Sky was really good. Um, I'm trying to find the name of this game, man. I can't. Uh, hold on. They got, uh, they got they hus- got Hustler Kings, which is the uh, pool game. I don't know if that's just Hustle an Kings? update or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be and it's gonna be a couple other games that just uh, drop um, just drop updates. They didn't announce. They didn't even put those on there. But I, I know uh, it's a couple. Um, uh, fuck! I just found out that. that uh, Superstar VR mode. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's a lot of people not even talking about Superstar Ultra VR because that's what it's called, Superstar Ultra VR. Like, nobody's really mentioning that. So I don't know if not that many people have played it or what. Because literally, I have heard no one speak of this game. I have I've seen no trailer. It's probably under nothing. Well, it's probably because it's embargo. Um, so you know they don't know. They can't really. They probably can't talk about it. Um, what about Res Infinity? Uh, Res is fun though. Res was fun. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it though, but Res was fun. I definitely used to like Res. So like, I don't know. I you definitely need something like that. Um, Here They Lie seems cool. I like you know I'm all about the horror and especially because it's uh it's October, so it's that time of the month. You know when it's October, you know it's Saw. Um, so- remember Saw. At, keep at, keep at talking the, uh, and nobody explodes. There you go. I can't. I, I don't know. I, I fuck that game up every time, but it's such a good. I already printed out my manual. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't playing. That no, had to be hella printer paper. Well, you know we don't we don't pay for that shit. We wait. We be dogging that shit. Uh, <laughs> but no. So everybody, no. Keep talking. And nobody explodes. If you have PlayStation VR, I don't even know if this is like a ble- v- or it says VR required, but you need to. You should play this game, like straight up. Like if you're getting PSVR, you need to play this, especially if you, you know, you have people over or whatever, and you like like puzzles. Basically, you're like you're like in a room with a bomb, and you're trying to defuse it. But the, but the person on the outside, I've talked about this before. The person on the outside has the manual. And they have to, you have to explain to them what you see, and they have to find it in the manual. And the developer can update the manual as they choose, and then you just print a new manual or PDF the new manual, and then that's how you fly through. So it's already on. It's been on Steam for a while. So people with PCs, you can, you could have been copied if you already haven't had it, and it works with the Oculus as well on Steam. I think the Vive too, but yeah, it's coming to PlayStation VR. It's a really fun game. They're like really fun, and I know you always have a lot of people over, or you do like a lot of family thing so i feel like that game would be dope for those settings you know what i'm saying because that's the perfect game you know you set up teams and you know those teams go and try and solve it and you know you can do little drinking games or whatever with it it's like it's dope like really really good game i was shocked how dope it was we tried to make it hard we used to facetime to try and make it harder for ourselves to solve the puzzles so yeah that shit's fun though, but yeah, that's one of them I'm looking forward to. Definitely uh, rigs. Yeah, yeah, rigs for sure. Rigs, I don't people sleeping on rigs, man. Um, rigs was a lot of fun. I was I was actually really dope at rigs at PSX, which was crazy. Um, and I want to see how they improved it, but yeah, rigs was really dope though. Like one really, of the dope. games I'm really interested in is Super Hypercube. Yeah, um, I'm also Thumper too. Uh, I love puzzles, so like Thumper seems like something I'm gonna be ready, um, really down to play. Um, B- Rush of Blood, I want to play more of that. I would love, I would have loved to see like Sega release a uh, a VR classics, hmm. and then like Virtual Cop, Virtual this, Virtual that. You know what I'm saying? Like VR Sega VR classics, and it would have been like all Sega games done in vr so basically like and even like namco would have did like time crisis yeah people can say like oh that's weak you know that's just rail shooters but yeah but you gotta think like a lot of us 90s or you know 80s babies 90s kids grew up on games like that and those were the games like we we would imagine actually being shooting you know what i'm saying so like those things could be fun that's easy to play you and a person grab a move controller and you know dick dip and duck behind shit like it's fun like I find that to be fun. So, the Star uh, Wars Battlefront uh, Rogue Rogue One is that going to be just be an update to Battlefront? I think it's just an update to Battlefront. It's just going to be a new mode. Don't quote me on that. Um, I haven't seen a trailer yet, but I just seen um, the What You Call on the blog. We're we're, we're very organized tonight. Um, yeah. I haven't seen, uh, but I'm assuming it's just going to be a, a a little add-on, just like how the uh, the Death Star thing was, which I need to play that trench run. Um, Rabbits in the Journey, that one that one has always not, sparked my interest. It's not yeah, a launch title. They're saying no. fall, so 
you know, how Sony likes to do the launch window, so they consider that to be fall. Um, yeah, that one peaked my interest too. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a while. And that's pretty much all the ones that I can really. Oh, Resident Evil. Yeah, but you know, that's not going to come for a little bit. But yeah, as far as as far as launch games, launch windows, that's uh that's what they have. So But I definitely feel like the Star Wars is just gonna be like Ease Valkyrie though. I mean, I'm not complaining by the slightest. <laughs> so <laughs> it's basically I'm being an X Wing or a TIE fighter. But you know what I'm saying, like with the Star Wars, like I'm okay with that. Like, cause especially cause Battlefront's piloting was really good to me. Um, because it was a lot easier than um Battlefields. Yeah. Yeah. So that mode was really fun to me, like flying, um, flying around and shooting stuff. Um, so coming from uh, Max Vitek, uh, he hits us up on Twitter and he was asking if we've heard of um, the new Call of Duty being 130 gigs. Yep. I guess I did see that and I was like, whoa. Now, it's not the regular game. The regular game is 90 gigs, which is still crazy. That's still bigger than any game that's been... Well, I'm not going to say any. To my knowledge, that's the biggest game. I'm pretty sure there probably could have been one bigger, but that's the largest 90 gigs for a single game. That that has to be the biggest I've seen thus far. But if you get the uh, the um, deluxe edition, it's 130 gigs. Granted, you know it's coming with multiple games on the disc. So that that's exactly what's happening. You're getting multiple games. You're getting uh, a few different titles on a disc. So it's not just a game. The Call of Duty isn't that big, but. I mean, but to 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 be honest, that is pretty get pretty big because typically games are like fifty gigs, and I wouldn't expect like a last gen title, even being remastered. I wouldn't expect it to. So I I am curious. New new assets. What... It does. I mean, to, from what I've seen, it does look really good. But it's new assets. It's it's new assets, man. So. Yeah, so yeah, it could be. 130 is that is that's massive. <laughs> that's why when I saw it, I was like, "Whoa!" Even though it being two games, again, you get a next gen a next gen title on average is like 50 to 54 gigs. So that that is pretty massive. That's a lot because I'm pretty sure when Call of Duty for uh, Modern Warfare came out, I'm a half to assume that game was like five to eight ish gigs on the PlayStation three and Xbox three sixty. So to say that that game is like three times that plus, that's pretty insane. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, I, uh, I did. We both uh, saw that the fact that that game is going to be 130 gigs and I was definitely <laughs> like, God dang, what is going into this game? for it to be so huge so i will be renting it when it comes out so because i I do want to check it out 
I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people buying this game just purely to play Modern Warfare. So, hey, oh I, yeah, it's people I gotta admit, it. smart smart marketing move by uh, Activision for sure. Yes, yeah, people playing it. Yeah, it's solely for Modern Warfare for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitch's new Amazon Prime support offers free game content, ad free. Thank you, Amazon, for finally throwing that on. I've been waiting for Amazon to do this. Ever since Amazon bought Twitch, I was like, okay, when are they going to use my Amazon subscription as a paid member for Twitch? And they finally done it. It is official as of today. Um, If you have an Amazon Prime membership, you will no longer um, be uh, subjective to commercials and ads. My question is, though, there must be a way to link your Twitch account and your Amazon account. There, has, I'm assuming, because I haven't been on I haven't been on Twitch since this is since this has taken place. But I would have to believe that there's a way. Um, but nonetheless, uh, that is finally a thing. So if you have Amazon Prime and and you're unaware of it and didn't know, go check it out. So I, I think that's pretty dope of uh, Amazon slash Twitch to do that that's actually uh it's actually really cool um this story man it 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 definitely uh touched me um and that's why i decided to throw it uh in the news of the podcast this week um it said this uh this guy uh is a he's a, a big time forza fan and him and his friend they used to play it all the time um and on forza 3 uh, so to, 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 to give the backstory, uh, his friend passed away last year and because Forza has those drivatars, he still can play with his friend. Yeah. He was talking about how he could still play with his friend who uh, passed away last year. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's that, that, that like when I sat back and like, just kind of thought about that, like Wow, it, it just really touched me. I was like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." Because I could imagine how emotional he was when Forza came out, and then what made it even better um, is when I went to the comment section of the post, and I literally saw people saying, "You know, um, you know, giving their condolences and stuff like that," but they were also saying, "Hey, if you didn't know, if you do this." Um, you can get this type of reaction from his driver and if you do this, his driver will follow you no matter where you drive. And I, I it was just, uh, that, that was just crazy, man. I was like, that is, it's so dope. Cause it made me, um, remember my brother. Cause me and my brother, I, uh, when he was still alive, me and him, we used to play Forza a lot on the Xbox 360. Um, and it almost makes me want to uh, get um, Forza because I totally forgot about the driver tars just to see if I can see his. Like that's just that's in, that that's just really insane to me. Like I I could imagine like how he emotion how emotionally how he felt when like because you see your friends' names over the cars. Well, like, not, and not only that, so it's not only just you seeing the friends' names. It it also takes into account how much time they've played mm. so it it basically drives 
like he would drive. You see what I'm saying? So like it, if that person's aggressive and takes corners tight, it'll do that. But if they follow the rules, if they'll, it, it, so that's what the driver tar is. So for people that don't know, driver tars basically take data from your races and basically when other players race against your driver tar, it's going to simulate how you would drive in those situations. So if you bump, if you like to bump, it's going to bump back. So it's going to fight. You know, it's going to tr- tr- drive. The more you race, the better the driver tar gets. So it basically becomes you, which is why for that guy, it probably means so much because if they really played it a lot, then that driver tar kind of already has a life of its own and it will play like his friend played. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he can always race with his buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's probably, that's really, that is tight. That's 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 dope, and that story like super touched me, and uh, definitely made me want to share it on the podcast this week. Um, that story was reported uh, by Polygon. If you guys want to check it out, um, super dope story. Let me get the actual date of it. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it was posted by Owen S. Good uh, on Polygon dot com on October first. Uh, 2016 at 9:54 a.m. Um, and I, I that that was just <laughs> that was just super dope. I was like, wow, that super just caught my eye when I was reading it on Feedly um, back on on October 1st, and I checked out the article and I was like, wow. So the write up is really good. Comments are pretty dope. How they were helping him uh, figure out how you could do different things with uh, his friend's driver tar and stuff like that. So. Cool stuff. Some good people on the internet, but that's probably the one percent as well. <laughs> um, well, anybody who came in and would be an asshole about that, you just need to go kill yourself. Well, not let me not say that. You just need to. <laughs> you just need to go chill out. Um, Twitch takes on YouTube and now allows uh, uploads of pre-recorded content. I. I don't know. I'm I'm not I've I've been reading on Twitter like people kind of going back and forth about this. The majority saying how they're not a fan of it because of the major thing about Twitch is that it's live content or the post content that is there, it's like unedited, untampered with. So it was still live. It's just not live anymore. It's just like on demand. And so there's a lot of people who are like, you know, people doing post-production to the content and then being able to upload it kind of takes away from Twitch's atmosphere. Um, I I see where they're coming from. Um, I, I think Twitch has to kind of do something. They can't just stay stagnant. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not for it i'm not against it i i I, i'm curious to see uh what it does if it if it even changes anything because a lot of times when change happens you'll hear people complain and at the end of the day it doesn't really even change much so i'm curious to see uh what what happens but i don't think it's that big of a deal personally so Maybe they should, uh, any, for people who are, you know, complaining about this, maybe they'll come with a situation where they'll, you know, have a section for live content that's now on demand and then, like, uploaded content so you can know the difference. Maybe they'll do something like that, but I don't see it to be that big of a deal, personally. Um, 
what about you, Hood? You watch uh, Twitch. Do you find or take any issue to that? No, not really. Nah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're down to our last uh, few tidbits of news. Um, there. Uh, uh, so Microsoft is kind of changing up their achievement sounds. They have new achievement sounds for extremely rare achievements. So if you get a if you get a rare achievement, you'll actually get a different sound and also a different look of an achievement. Um, and so those are rolling out uh, immediately. Those started uh, with the most latest update that they just had that uh, changed a, a few different things. Um, but that was uh, one of the ones that uh, that they pointed out. Um, they actually added their their uh, their groups. Um, which pretty much like you can on PlayStation, you can uh, you can um, make a group on the Xbox. Uh, Xbox groups are, are a little more organized and go more in, in, into detail. And then they also have it now. They had talked about this at launch, uh, and they're finally launching it now, where you can actually kind of um, you can filter the people that you want to play with. So you can actually set like age restriction. You can set whether they have a mic or not. You can set it for a specific game, um, and that's pretty dope. I'm, I definitely want to try that out. Uh, most likely, I'll try that out once Gears comes out. But you can pretty much filter people, and it will constantly do a search for people who meet that criteria. Whether you're on the console or off the console, it will search for people that meet that criteria. Um, and then recommend them for you. So I think that's super dope. So you could kind of meet people in a new way on on the uh, on the console. So uh, I think that's actually really cool. Um, so I remember when they originally talked about it, it's cool to actually see that come to fruition. And the last piece of news that I have this week is Comcast, as we know it, all internet providers have a cap um, but Comcast has set probably the most strict the most strictest one that I've seen thus far which is uh, Comcast has a one terabyte data cap and it's starting to roll out nationwide um, it will officially be everywhere by November 1st um, if you go over the terabyte data cap it is a ten dollar charge for an additional 50 gigabytes of data um, and it, it and it says if you want uh, unlimited data that's what I was looking for if you want uh, unlimited data um, it's two hundred dollars per month so bro Google, come free me from the Comcast uh, slave masters, please. Here, here you, here we go. Please come free. Somebody come free us from the Comcast slave masters. These Jesus. internet service providers were seeing. Well, damn, these cell phone providers are making a lot of money from doing it like this. It's time that we join it. And uh, you know, hood, that it's really unfortunate, bro. Like. And they're they're picking a hell of a time to do it. When 4K content is starting to become available to stream. Oh no no no! They 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 knew what they know what time it is. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely know it was planned. But it's just it's crazy. Like now, when you go to your, you'll literally have to check your account to look and see like where you are data wise for the month. And for somebody like like so, and I I personally feel they're doing this as a way to retaliate against people cutting the cord. Like this is their form of retaliation. That that's how I literally look at it. It's like okay, so you guys are gonna cut off cable. So all the money that we're losing from you guys cutting off cable and streaming, we got to figure out a way to recuperate this money. Well, they've just figured out a way. And that's extremely unfortunate. Because if you're somebody where your house is ran off the Internet, and there's a lot of houses that are going that way. You got your smart refrigerator, your smart washer and dryer, your smart stove. You can't fuck with Comcast, man. Huh? You ain't gonna be able to fuck with Comcast, man. Yeah, your your thermostat, your lights, your doors, yeah. your garage. If yeah. You're a, if you're a hardcore gamer, like we are, More. and you talk about digital only, like digital, like when I download a game, bro, like that's fifty gigs. Fifty gigs off the pop. If oh, 50, 50 is the max per se. But let's just say you download. Yeah, even if you just download three twenty gigs, that's that's you know what I'm saying. That's sixty yeah. gigs. Yeah, so like, yeah, you already whoop sixty gigs of your data. And then and then downloading the updates, and the streaming for and think about it. You have updates on a slew of apps. I mean, your cell phone. Like when you come home, you jump on Wi Fi with your cell phone. Like, I upload my photos to Google Photos on Wi Fi. I download all my apps, my updates for my apps over wi-fi you know you're streaming on your phone you're streaming on your tablet you're streaming on your television or your console or whatever you get your multimedia from and this is another way i think that they're you know trying to prevent uh people from um torrenting so yeah it's uh it's it's interesting to see like what's getting ready to come in this but that that really sucks though that really sucks. I hope that this doesn't become a trend. Uh, but because Comcast is doing it, I can see it becoming a trend. Because, again, these people are in business to make money. So, like, I, I knew they were going to figure out a way. Because I was like, dude, there's a lot of people cutting off their cable to freaking stream only. Because as soon as we buy our, our house, that's what I'm going to do. I don't watch that much television. And the only thing that was keeping me was ESPN and TNT. Well, you could get that from a bunch of different streaming services now. And so for football, I could buy the season ticket, the NFL ticket, because I'm not, like, that's $300 compared to me paying for cable. Like, that's 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 nothing. Compared to me not, like, so just subscribe for Hulu, Netflix, and maybe... Um, Sling TV and I'm good like I can catch a show a day after it comes on and watch it on demand via their app through like for instance Atlanta I watch that through the Fox FS, a- FX app or not, is that Fox or just FX app I watch that through the FX app like I just gotta watch it a day later whoop de doo Oh, I'm watching it a day later. I'm used to that now. DVRs have prepared me for this. So, yeah, man, they had to figure out a way. So if you guys got Comcast, 
Uh, know that if it's not where you're located at, it will be there by November 1st. Um, and so let's see what happens. A terabyte a month. That's that, dude. That's when you really think about it, hood. That's not a lot. No, um, it sounds like a lot for the average user. It's probably fine, but for yeah. power users, it's really attacking the power users, and that's what they're attacking. They're attacking um, the power power users. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's and that's me. And you got a 4K television, so you want to stream everything in 4K. Yeah, yeah, I do. So it's like, and that's the only, and here's the crazy part, dude. That's one of the only ways to consume 4K content right now is via streaming. Yeah. So it's like, is this going to now hinder the growth of 4K? So I don't want to, I don't want to jump out the, out the, out the, out the window just yet. Um. Hopefully somebody will do some studies on this. But just me thinking about it, like a a terabyte is just a thousand gigs, which a thousand gigs, in a sense, that is a lot. But when you're talking about streaming and things like that, like that could go real quick. Again, when we're downloading games, now granted, I don't download hell like video games in a month. But if I download a game of 50 gig, I, I just... Have I? It's the internet has never been a thing where you had to care about how much data you were using, and that's crazy to know that that's kind of like when people come over to your house. Do you not give them your Wi-Fi password? Like, nah, bro. Listen, let me let me tell you something. I got a data cap, see, and y'all can't really fuck with my shits. Right? Do you not give your Wi-Fi password anymore? Like, nope. Y'all all ain't getting on my Wi-Fi. Like, people gonna have to. Yo, you better get on Venmo. Or Square and send me ten dollars, and you can get on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Sorry, I had to shake a drink of water, but yeah, man, that's um, that's insane. Um, last but not least, uh, Gra- uh, Gravity Rush Two will now launch uh, January eighteenth of two thousand and seventeen. For all of you guys that were looking forward to Gravity Rush Two, uh, Hood, I know you're definitely one. Yeah. One of my favorite Vita titles. Uh, oh, wait, my bad. I okay, I keep saying last piece. Okay, this is truly the last uh bit of news for this evening. And that is are you ready for it, Hood? Oh, is, is it is it let me let me hear it. The Last of Us. Naughty Dog has came out and confirmed a release date. Well, window, should I say. For for a second game? Yeah, for Watch Dogs. Wait, it, I'm not. I'm saying Watch Dogs. <laughs> Freaking The Last of Us. I'm like, how is Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog yeah, I'll say you have Watch confused. Dogs. You yeah. have thoroughly confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> the, the Last of Us. Naughty Dog has came out and spoken about The Last of Us. Have you heard about this? No. So they came out and they said, uh, and they've confirmed the fact that uh, The Last of Us is coming out. Um. Well, they they came out and said there will be a sequel to The Last of Us. They said, don't expect it anytime soon. I'm going to tell you how I know they're full of shit. But they said, don't expect it anytime soon because we're currently working on content for uh, Uncharted. But they were like, don't expect it until 20... 
I want to say 19. It was five years from now, so we're 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. They were said, don't, don't expect it till 2021. Um, and I was like, damn, that's five years from now. I'm like, why even say anything? Like, why say, like, I wouldn't have said anything. Just let people continue to guess if there's going to be another Watch Dogs. Or, excuse me, uh, Last, uh, of, Last us. of Us. So, I'm extremely excited for Watch Dogs, so forgive me, people. Um, so, that leads me to believe, I'm like, well, they're not going to be working on freaking Uncharted content <laughs> until 2021. So, I'm like, so they've just kind of subliminally announced a new IP. Well, I mean, you kind of knew that they were working on something else. I mean, they, I mean, for those that didn't uh, finish, uh, you know, it was all kind of tidbits in the Uncharted. It was all kind of tidbits. It's been tidbits of kind of what they're working on in the last few games. So, like, I feel like, you know, you start putting the pieces together. Um, we knew they but were I'm working on something different. What they're working on though. I, um, I honestly, I honestly didn't know. I figured they were going to come out with Uncharted, uh, The Last of Us Two, and then something no, else. No, they I probably think want they The gonna, Last I, of Us. They probably want The Last of Us to be something that's going to be towards the end of the generation. See, and me, I on was the new console. To Silver about that, and I'm like, because he he had asked me, he was like, "Do you think that'll be on their new console or the old console?" And I was yeah, like, "Yeah, it'll be on Sony both." Doing something? No, I don't think they'll do that. I, I see them doing something to where it come out time. towards the end of the life cycle. Yeah, they did it last time. I mean, they did it last time. You, you see the two things. It's either going to be at the end of the life cycle or it's going to be the, the uh, launch title or first year title on the new console. Sony's just known for doing that. They're known for releasing big franchise title at the end of a life console, at the end of a life cycle. And yeah, I but with this one, I feel that. like they, they're going to want to show off new shit with this so i feel like the last of us especially because we don't know if they're going to go open world or are they going to still stay more like linear open or are they really going to take uh, like take it kind of like well not open world to where it's like yeah you can just go here or there but like kind of more um yeah it has a set path but you can still deviate from the path kind of like the witcher and other games um like days gone how that it has a it has a what you call but there're definitely going to be ways you can go and there's different ways to get away from things and stuff not just kind of like a a box you know you you go and you go down a tube and then you end up in a box or uh and after you get through the box you go to another tube and you get to the box that's kind of like how those games are built you know what i'm saying except the boxes have gotten bigger um but they're still boxes you know what I'm saying? And then you go, you funneled, and then you open up this box and kind of like know these set pieces. Um, yeah, I would like to see how it works out. I, you know, that's one of my favorite titles. Um, I, I would love, for, and it's it's dope because time, so much time has passed that they can really use it like real world time or they can fast forward it, you know, like they, so they could go Joel and Ellie again, but he's way older because he was already, you know, uh, not an old guy, but he was an older man. You know what I'm saying? He was in like his 40s or, or something like that. Like, if I'm not mistaken, 50s. He was like oh, late mid 40s. So now he could be like 50s or going on 60s or something. You know what I'm saying? Where he's not the same spring chicken no more. And she's a little older. She's a grown woman now. So, or, or they don't even have to deal with them at all. It could be a whole new cast of characters set in that world. What happened? You know what I'm saying? 
And it's so many places they can go with that world. That's what makes it so dope. It doesn't even have to follow Joel and Ellie. It can follow two new members on their own path. And you can hear about stories of Joel, maybe how he did what he did. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, those type of things. Like, it's interesting to see. I'm excited. I'm always excited for The The Last of Us. If anybody, if you never played that, you should. Like, you should give it a go. Shit, well, just watch it. The video games yeah, ain't art. It's a very cinematic it's, uh, video game. Yeah, it's a movie. It's really a movie. That's it. There's no two ways about it. Which, which is why I, I definitely feel that not every game has to be open world. Like, that's what this generation has been filled with. And don't get me wrong, I, I love open world games, but it's like not every game has to be open world. Um, and, and, it, and it was like I said at the beginning of this generation, like this generation to open world is what last generation was to first person shooters. Listen, if anything is like The Witcher, I'm okay because The Witcher was amazing. So, um, yeah, there, there's there's some amazing open world games. I mean, you but see, I, I like those linear storytelling. The Witcher definitely changed the way people think about open world gaming because you never, I don't think you played the Witcher, but um, no. it's pretty amazing because even the side stories are long and there's stories within the story. We were just talking about this at work the other day. Like there's a story, um, there's a side story and it was like a long side quest. And it was like, that had nothing to do with the main arc of the story, but it was so good. And there's there's a bunch of those in that game. Like, it's tons of those where it's just, like, these long side quests where things happen and you develop characters. And then, like, once it's over, that's it. You know, something happens, you get choices, and then, like, and those choices really have effect. That was, like, one of the games where, like, choice really can change something. You know what I'm saying? And then also you can come back later in the game and fuck with you. So it's a lot. It's... It's crazy, and I can see Zero uh, Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn really taking a page off The Witcher. They're mm-hmm. trying to at least. They're definitely trying to take a page off The Witcher, which isn't a bad page to take off. Like that small team made a fucking classic. Like I can see why it's such a a, a revered game over there. Like you know, it, it's like be it's beloved in uh, Poland. I think it's Poland. Um, it's like. It's like folklore over there. Like it's that big. Like it's huge. So I can see. I'm, I'm a believer now. But yeah, I'm okay with that. But yeah, back to the Last of Us. Like that's dope. And it's also dope that they're making a new IP. I wonder where they'll go. Where would their mind go? They're not going to be. I mean, I'm sure it's going to have something to do with an adventure. But like, what type of adventure? You know, they love adventure games. So like, where are they going? Space. I would love to see them try and tackle space. Like some kind of like. Not well. I would love to see him try like space horror, but like not like horror, but like psychological. Because no one's really tapped into that type of horror, like you know what I'm saying, like or that type of game, not even horror, just like psychological thriller. You don't really get that in gaming. You know what I'm saying, like you don't get like something that fucks with you, like oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I wouldn't mind seeing them do a uh, gorilla. Because, like the last, you have, to explain, getting, you have to explain what you have to explain what you mean by that. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah I'm getting ready to, like I I don't I don't um <laughs> I know what you meant though. I think I'm The kidding. Last of Us is an amazing game. Like it's not a bad game, at all. 
but I don't feel that that was like I still felt that that type of game was in their comfort zone. Like it was different from Uncharted. It was more it was more mature than Uncharted. But like when you look at what Gorilla has been doing with Killzone, and then kind of look at how far left they went with Horizon Hodan, like when I saw that, I sure as hell did not think that Gorilla was going in that direction. If somebody would have showed me that game and was like, guess what developer made it? Gorilla would have been the last one that well, I would have Well, yeah, you would have of. said anybody. So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I agree with that. I would like to see them venture out and try something new, but um, will they? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, maybe not. I would like but, to see them jump like, into the uh, What you call it is uh, another studio, uh, Media Molecule. I would love to see them do something else because, like, even Paper or Tearaway, that was still, like, within their safety realm. Like, this new game that they're coming out with, I can't remember what it's called. Dreams. Yeah, Dreams. Like, that's still within their comfort zone to me. I would love to see their take, like, on just something so far to the freaking left. I don't know if it's Um, their comfort zone. I think it's in their wheelhouse. It's just the type of games they like to make. So yeah, but and, yeah. And, and don't don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I that's just how my brain is. Like when I see somebody do something for so long, I would love to see them do something like like far left as possible. Even with the uh, Bungie, like this is like freaking Halo twenty three point five. It's not Halo, but you know, like it's that's their comfort zone. I would love to see Bungie do like something totally left, something totally off the wall. And I hope we eventually, you know, get to see that. I, I I know they're working on the next version of Destiny, and they'll be working on that for the next good couple of years. But I wouldn't mind seeing them do like something like extremely just different, something that's just not Bungie. So, because um, because and because nine times out of ten, when a game does that, when a studio does that, it's like something extremely dope. Perfect example. Anybody who knew the studio Naughty Dog before Uncharted. Like when they showed Uncharted, I was like, "Wait, this is Jack and Daxter?" Like, <laughs> like that was so far left for Naughty Dog. When I freaking saw Uncharted the first time, I was like, "Right, so they've this already game went. They've already went. They've already went left. So you want them to go well, even more left? Well, for us, because we've been following them for so long, but to like these newer gamers, they they all they know them for is Uncharted." Well, yeah, like that's, that that that's what they they know them as the Uncharted Studio. I mean, if so, it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. For sure, they don't they don't have to. That that's just me. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, wishing. for sure. Yeah. I yeah, feel for, like yeah, Gorilla, they definitely don't have to. I feel like Gorilla probably just won. They've been making Killzone games for forever. So the thing with the, the thing with Naughty too. Dog is they've been try they've tried different things. They I mean Uncharted has been their longest running franchise, but they've definitely like ventured off like Gorilla has never made another game but well they have but but once killzone happened it was all killzone that's all killzone everything that whole studio was just killzone i'm pretty sure they were like we're sick of killzone even though it's the fans were sick of killzone so it never lived up to the potential that it was supposed to be right um which is fine like it was a decent game but it was never the shooter that they wanted it to be um, I, and I think it's because, for whatever reason, Sony Studios doesn't grasp, they don't grasp the fact of social connectivity, gamers, like, how come that game never played, had a, had a two-player co-op or a four-player online co-op, like, that was the perfect game to do it. I've never understand why 
why Killzone never had that. Like, because everybody wanted to throw that game out there as, you know, Sony's answer to Halo. Well, Halo is an extremely social pop culture thing. And like it wasn't see in my eyes, Halo was a was a good game. Don't get me wrong. But Microsoft had a way of telling you and making you believe that this was the best game. And if you missed out on it, then that was your bad. And you were missing out on something big. Their marketing was just amazing like that. Like, it's not until Jay-Z told you he was the best rapper alive. It wasn't until Lil Wayne told you he was the best rapper alive. It wasn't until Drake told you that he was the best rapper alive. Until people start, like, believing this. Like, people are, are sheep. And once you tell them something, they're like, yo, you're actually kind of right. And that's what Mark, that's what I felt Microsoft did with their marketing for that game. And then it just blew up because Microsoft said so. And I feel like Sony never had that marketing for Killzone because Killzone was a great game. But I, just, I really would have felt it would have been that much more. It would have been that much better had they had like a co-op experience because nine times out of ten, anybody you talk to about like the original Halo and Halo 2, like there was somebody else in that room playing that game with them like they weren't playing halo by themselves i mean people did don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say that nobody ever played halo like single player but like everybody that that i knew was always playing that game with somebody else or people were always bringing their xboxes to somebody else so they could link the boxes up together and they could get the like because that game was such a social thing before like social gaming was truly a thing like before we really had the consoles to really make it that and I really feel that Killzone could have been that had they just added like some co-op and like like what Bungie did with Halo like over the years like how you were able to go to the app and meet people and then sync through the app to the actual Xbox to link up with one another and start playing it was just the connectivity for that game was just crazy but anyways uh sorry for going on that long rant but and yeah I just, uh, I, I feel that Killzone could have been that game, but it just, it just wasn't. And, uh, who knows? I, I, I know that I'm definitely fatigued from Killzone, so I, I'm definitely happy to see them making this game. And it looks like it's going to be a really good game because the story, I can only imagine where the story is going and it looks like real good. The art, the, the gameplay, the animations, the 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 main protagonist, like this. Game yeah, it's just it's really good. We we just want to see. I, I you know I hope hopefully it's a long. I'm thinking they said it was like, well I forgot how many hours they said it could be, but you know, so hopefully it's a well supported game, not just um, the main story. Because the thing that made The Witcher so dope is that it it had two DLCs that were really good on top of the original game being good. It yeah, added indeed. to the world, right? So the first of all, the original game is massive, mm-hmm. massive. So that game was. I always told people, and, and again, and I, I never, I, I personally never. Well, if you consider playing like the first mission, like when he got up out of the bathtub and all that stuff. No, that don't count. If you, if you no. count like the first mission, like a, a good half an hour of playing the game. Nah, but I, but that's tutorial. See, that's literally the right. tutorial. Me, the seeing, first like. Hour is all tutorial, really. Like it's really like all tutorial. Like 
mission tutorial, you know what I'm saying? Like the first couple, even the first couple of what you call are really like kind of like tutorial. Like you really got to play a little bit and then you start, you like, oh shit. Yeah, that's, that's why when people ask me, have you ever played it? I just say no, because I'm like, I, I played like no, 30 minutes of it. But, but I no, feel I like it. if you ever get but, time in your life, you should play that one. Like if well, I, I always say, I always tell people because I, I watched a, a, a good chunk of that game on Twitch and I was like, yeah, this I could see how this game is dope, even though I wasn't feeling it like I could I could still see how this game is dope. And the amount of content that you got, like this is the only other game next to next to because um, there's only three games that I feel about this Gran Turismo, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And um, the new Grand Theft Auto that is that's currently out right now, and uh, and The Witcher is the new game that I've added to that list. Those three games, you got a discount. Dog, the The Witcher was a labor of love because like, there's no that game should have been. You got to steal buying that game at fifty nine yeah. ninety nine. Yeah, listen, with fifty nine. Let me tell you what you get with fifty nine dollars. I'm gonna grab the box. <laughs> Break it down for you. What the, hell, the 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 thank you and and call me what you want to call me, but the thank you card alone. Yes, these motherfuckers gave you a thank you card. These motherfuckers thank you for buying their game. First of all, they actually had some in the box. Let me tell you what you got. You got a game manual. Do you know what that is? Let me explain <laughs> something. To you. These day and age, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a game manual. What's you that? also have exactly explain it teaches you how to play the game with buttons. <laughs> it's the craziest shit ever. You also Man. have the Witcher's to, universe. To, wait, real quick, pause. I used to read those things, like yeah. I would, like I would, I would read open uh, album covers yeah, when, I would I would open a, when I first yeah, I would buy a tape. The, I would read the back of the box. I would read the manual. I knew mm-hmm. the game better than I knew myself before when I before I put the disc in or the cartridge. Yep. So I used you to have also to take get, public transportation, and I'd be reading that thing on the way home. I'm super excited. You also get the Witcher universe compendium. So basically, this gives you a brief summary of the Witcher universe and the characters within it. So you can learn about the story. Since if you've never played a Witcher game, it gives you a brief history of this world that you're about to be involved in, and, and the characters. This is all. In, this is all in the standard box. You get a soundtrack, and not a code for some digital thing. They actually printed out a damn CD. There is a CD in here. There is a CD that I can put in my car Where and listen to. At? Where they Where do, do that they at? Do that this at? is this is just a standard game. Oh, and let's kick this off. This is the this is the piece they resist on. They these motherfuckers gave you a map of the entire world. This is not the deluxe edition or the collector's edition that does shit like this. Is the standard skew that you just go and buy at GameStop for fifty nine bucks, like. Like that alone, when I bought this, I was like, okay, I, I see what's, I see what it's about. Like I see, like this alone sh- kind of shows you what kind of attention to detail these people were fucking with, because they didn't have to do that. They could have just packed it in and gave you that, and it would have just been that. You know what I'm saying? Like they wanted you to experience this world. Like it's really good though, voice acting, everything. Like I remember seeing this at E3. Um, I had a, I got like a, a private demo of this, and I was like, I never, I knew what The Witcher was, but I never played a Witcher game, and I was like, this shit looks crazy, crazy, like, whoa, this shit is big, and you know how games will say, oh, you see that mountain over there, you can go to it, or you can go here, no, 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 you can, 
in The Witcher. If you see it, you can go to it. There's no like, there's no cap. There's no like, oh, I can't climb that. No, you can. You can go there. <laughs> if, if it looks hella far, you probably can go there, for sure. It's a really well put together game. You know a game I'm excited to play on uh, when saying. I get my pro. I'm excited to play uh, Shadows of Mordor, which I've heard really good things about. I never got to play, and I own it. And it's just one of my games is sitting in my must playlist. You know, like, and I really wanted to play it because I loved uh, their combat system from Arkham, uh, from Batman. Um, but I also like the Nemesis system, which I hope more games, more Warner Brothers games take a hold of because I like that system. Um, fun fact. Shadows of Mordor was essentially a Batman game. It was Batman. It was the dark. It was the the Dark Knight. It was. It wasn't. I wasn't going to be called the Dark Knight, but it was in the Christopher Nolan universe, and it was already a fully fledged game. Um, but what happened was Christopher Nolan didn't want a game made about his franchise, and I kind of can't blame him because usually movie games suck. But this probably would have been the different. This would probably would have been one of the ones that didn't suck. But basically, Shadows of Mordor was supposed to be Batman, but Christopher Nolan axed it, and they already had a full fledged game, so they had to figure out what the fuck to do. And then they worked in Lord of the Rings, and that's where you get the dope ass Lord of the Rings Shadows of Mordor game. Interesting. Yeah, so that was actually a thing. Like it was supposed to be, and if you really think about it, the system, the Nemesis system makes sense in Batman's world. You know what I'm saying? Batman kind of like punks or hijacks a uh, potential goon that works for somebody, and then he kind of like uses them as an informant, and they move up in the ranks, or they don't, or they get killed. or so. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it kind of makes sense in Batman's world. Like, oh, that would have been tight. It's like somebody in Riddler's army or Penguin's army, and you like kind of have them infiltrating and working for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that, I could actually see that. Yeah, so like, if you know anything about the Nemesis system, just imagine that, but it, with Batman, like, it makes sense, like it works. Um, it would have definitely made the game a lot doper because yeah, the characters in Batman, that... dude, I really people got me really wanting to check out that Batman experience. The VR. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm all for that. Um, it's, it's only have short. you have you seen game, game? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Yeah, I said it's only like, I think hers like an hour, maybe a yeah, little longer. An hour. I was watching but, Greg Miller play it through kind of funny games. And the, the one thing with this VR stuff that really kind of throws me off is like the floaty hands. Like that really throws me off. Um, because, you know, these games are all about immersion and, and being immersive and stuff like that. My hands don't float. I kind of <laughs> get it, though. I kind of yeah, get for, it for, for tracking the, for purposes. For the time I, being, yeah. I get it for I tracking purposes for because, the future. Yeah, yeah. It. I get it for tracking purposes because I could see where it could get weird if, like, because the game already does weird things with the floaty hands. So imagine, like, if it was an arm extended to that and, like, it did some weird shit on the screen. You're probably, you know, it, some people might not be able to take that well. And can you know what I'm saying? Can I like, please, like, in VR, I, look, look, okay, look, people. I know the gaming industry is dominated by white America. I know it. I get it. But can now that VR is here and everybody's big on immersion, can we get games where I can choose for the character to be black? Because when I'm playing a game, 
and I reach out and I see a white arm. Like that just really cures the immersion because I'm not white. Well, you could be Spawn. Spawn, um, Spawn came back as a different. He came back black, so like he was a white dude at first. So, it, so you could I, be that. I, I it could really be, hope that they take like that, that into effect with VR games. Like I really, 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 really hope that they do. Because I was watching some ga- like a lot of games that I've watched as first person shooter, and like they're and and not just I don't mean as of recent. I just mean just all of them across Vive, Oculus, like because. I've been looking at just like a ton of just VR games, not recently, but a couple of months ago. And I was talking to Silver about this way back then, and I just thought of it just now when I was watching uh, the Batman uh, Let's Play that that kind of funny games did. And it's like, I just, I, I get, Batman's white, so I get that, but I really hope that, that they really take that into consideration. Um that it's like, hey, not everybody who plays a VR game is white. So hopefully they have it to where you can customize your character or customize the arms or whatever, because the majority of these games are going to be in first person. So, Or maybe they'll just put a glove on their hand where you can't see the color or something like that. But that would, yeah, that would be a I'm nice Yeah, I'm pretty gesture. sure it's going to be like gloves or whatever. Um or, you know, whatever. It doesn't. I mean, it depends. Like, if the story is told as whatever, it's whatever. I understand it. I mean, yeah. unless it's yeah, like unless sure. it's like a game like tumble, tumble, like Thumper or something where you see a hand. It's like, okay, do it. Yeah, like, make this, let's just make this hand neutral then. And I know that some <laughs> people, they're probably like, oh, dude, that's not a big deal. Well, that's because the gaming industry is catered to you. <laughs> so it's not a big deal to you. But you know, as a black person, you know, again, it's not it's not a race thing. It's just you would just like to see something portrayed as yourself, other than a thug, as in GTA San Andreas, or uh, like it's like it's nice to see a game like uh, Watch Dogs portraying uh, uh, the black character as something different. Like he's not hood. He's not all thugged out. Like, he's actually a smart little nerdy kid. Like, it's cool to see us being portrayed as something different than what the negative stereotype always stereotypes us to be. So, um, it's cool to see that because you you rarely again see you know black characters in video games. And when all black people ain't thugs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, but Donald Trump say all Mexicans is rapists. They ain't that either. (laughs) (laughs) What? Minorities, they crazy. What you mean? But yeah, so <clears throat> I, I was just uh, I was just thinking about that. It, it, hopefully they they do have something where you can uh, you can customize that again. It, it's not gonna be make or break. Like I'm not gonna turn on the VR game and be like, oh my god, a white arm. I can't play this game. Like it's not that serious. It would just be a nice gesture. So not everybody that plays video games is white. So you know, cater to other people that are out there. People, that that's 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 all I'm saying. Because with VR, it's, it they they always talk about immersion. Like that's what everybody talks about in VR is immersion, immersion. You've never been as immersed in a video game as you will now. So, you want to really, really, really give me immersed? Then you know, let's cater to everybody. Um, I believe that is all. We have this week. I thought that there was. I thought I had saw one last thing. 
You know what I saw? A billboard for The Last Guardian. Really? A billboard? Yep. It was a digital one. Big, big. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a big ass digital one. I've seen actually, I actually seen a big, uh, somebody posted on Reddit um, a big cutout one in like somewhere. It was like a big, it was the same, it was the same one I saw, but it was just like a real billboard with a big cutout. Um, Fucking, what you call them? Wow. But uh, yeah, I saw it this morning because uh, I was stuck in traffic. I saw a big ass digital billboard of The Last Guardian with the release date and all that. It is real. It's happening. December. It's I think coming. It's the ninth. I think it's the ninth, right? Yep. Yep. It's finally it's, coming. It's happening. Um. You had triggered me to say something, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Man, that was crazy. I could have swore I had read something I wanted to speak on, but oh well. No, you did everything you need to do. No, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> you got demos come tomorrow, right? Yep. So for those of you lucky sons of biatches that have uh, headsets already, which is like just people that probably are in the industry, I mean, you don't even need this. But yeah, the demos will be available tomorrow. So I guess it's cool if you download them early or whatever. Might as well. One last thing you got to worry about when it come out next week. Download it, get it out the way. Also, uh, Skyrim and uh, I think Skyrim and Fallout are going to be getting uh, the 4K uh, features. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, so mods, mods in 4K are coming to PlayStation 4 for Skyrim and Fallout. So you will get to render Skyrim in native 4K and also um, Fallout will get a, a 4K updoing majiggy. Yeah, so that that's what I was going to say is um, uh, we have our first native 4K game on the play- PS4 Pro, um, which is called Mantis Burn Racing. Uh, Digital Foundry had uh, has some video footage of it, uh, and it actually looks like a a, a, a really good game. It, it is a uh, indie game, um, which uh, we we pretty much have talked about on this podcast before. That we figured that would be uh, one of the first. Uh, yeah, I mean, and maybe only native 4K games. Yeah, I don't think come. it'll be a, a. If it is, it'll be game. It'll be a game like Journey. It right. won't be a big title. Like it won't be a big, big, big title. Like let's be clear, native 4K running at 60 frames will not be a huge title. It will be a game like Entwined or Untangled. Is it? it no, it's Entwined. Uh, uh, fuck. It's you know like Inside or Volume or games like that. Unravel. Excuse me. You know those type of games. Uh, I could even see. Uh, I even see games like Telltale doing it because those games aren't graphically intensive. So they could definitely do upgrade boost to um, frame, you know, like what you call them, graph uh, uh, resolution. But I definitely see games like, you know, it's going to be games that are good, but don't expect like Arkham Knight. You know, don't expect games <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Expect games like The Witness. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Expect games like. Rezo gun 
first of all, Red Gun is still one of the best games on this console. Um, St- Super Stardust HD, which is Super Stardust has always pushed the boundaries of what a console. Anytime the PlayStation added something, Stardust went with it. Whether it was 3D support or 1080p, whatever it was, Stardust did it. So ima- I can imagine Stardust adding 4K. Because first of all, that game is beautiful as fuck anyway. Or a game like uh, another game that would probably look crazy in 4K is uh, Geometry Wars. Or the new Pac-Man game. Or, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Like, think of things like that. Don't think of other things running like that. It's not going to happen. At least not for a while. Um, Until they figure out how to get it popping. But yeah, it's definitely going to be smaller tiles. So this Mantis Racing, which reminds me of Off-Road. If anybody's old enough Mm -hmm. to remember what (laughs) Off-Road is. Which used to be one of my favorite racing games. Um... Of all time, Craig. Of all time. Of all time. It's still probably one of my favorites. I could play that. I could literally play that all day. I used to I used to want I think that's one of the um cabinets I want when I move. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna build an off road cabinet. Um that's an ill ass game too. Super fun. Um super drifty, super fun. But yeah. Off road. Um that's what Mantis kinda reminds me of. And I'm be- I bet you the people that made it probably played the shit out off road. Um or R C Pro Am. Um, which is another classic. Race. It's yeah, another classic boy. racing title. Um, but yeah, those are the type of games that are going to get 4K, native 4K, because they're super, they're low intensive games. They're not going to like beat it up, you know what I'm saying? So they can really um, push it. Um, and that's okay, you know what I'm saying? Because if you get the big titles and they're just running at 1080s 60 or you know they whatever they're running at to give them better anti-aliasing or take out the jaggies but it's still running the same clip as the standard game that's fine too you know what i'm saying I, in my opinion it might not be fine to you by the fuck no i want my shit to look like this motherfucker and i'm like okay well that's you but for me i think that's fine like if destiny looks slightly better than what it does now because like there's you can tell that the game was built on multiple platforms and they had to like taper off because of the um of baby brother you know what i'm saying so now that baby brother's gone destiny 2 is gonna look amazing you know what i'm saying because they don't have any restriction the the lowest ceiling is the playstation 4 and the xbox one s and xbox one where the highest ceiling will be the scorpio and the playstation pro you know what I'm saying? And maybe PC if they actually, if that rumor is true and they go that way, then that will be the highest ceiling. But the lowest ceiling would be a PS4, which is a mid to low end PC. So the specs are there. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's it's not going to be like going from a PS3, which was like, I don't even know what the fuck you consider a PS3, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's going to be interesting to see with these pro consoles and Scorpios and all that shit, but yeah, it's dope to see our first glimpse at a 4K game. I'm interested to see what it looks like on like a television. They didn't say if it was HDR or not; it just said 4K. Yeah, and that's another thing. We don't even know if every, every game's not going to support HDR. No, nope. Except to developers. Except to developers, which is fine because that's just like content right now. Every TV show that's in 4K doesn't support HDR, but then some do because they want. Those those finite details to show or whatever you know what I'm saying so um, yeah it's whatever you feel me so uh. you feels me you did 
Well, for Hood Nerd, for myself, D.O.B., again, make sure you guys follow us on social media. He's at Hood Nerd CEO. I'm at D.O.B. 23 on Twitter. Uh, if you guys have any questions, please send them our way on Twitter. See, either send them to him at Hood Nerd CEO or send them to me at D.O.B. 23. Um, our Snapchat, Instagram, and all that, that's going to be in the show notes. Again, on PSN, you can get him at Hood Nerd. Uh, you can find me at DLB23. And on Xbox, I'm at DJDLB. And he is at, wait, uh, he is at Hood Nerd on Xbox. And then on PSN is Hood Nerd. Replace the E with the 3 on PSN. No, reverse it. Okay. Reverse that. Reverse that. On the, that. On the PS3, that. he's just Hood Nerd. Or he's right. Hood Nerd with the 3. Yeah, that's right. On, on PSN, on Xbox and Hood Nerd is just Snapchat. So mostly Hood Nerd. I'll explain that. The only reason it's not that on Xbox is because way, 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 way back when the Xbox 360 came out, I had Hood Nerd as my gamer tag. I just forgot my password. <sighs> and I never was able to retrieve that account. Um because it used to be Young Tater King way back, way, 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 way back. And then I changed the hood nerd once I came up with that moniker. And it stuck. And then I lost the password to that account. And I had to make a new account. And that's where we, ha- that's where we are now. So, yeah, y'all. All right, people. Until next week's show. Uh, you guys have an amazing weekend. Enjoy uh, the basketball preseason. The NFL season. Sports is finally getting ready to get interesting again. The baseball playoffs all that good stuff have an that amazing was good man the giants man that weekend. was crazy last night yeah it was uh and you guys take care until next week podcast we are out of here peace chala shaba <laughs> want to get in contact with the guys of course you do check out the show notes from their social media info